So it's the formal ending of the retreat, and uh, it's the opportunity to express my appreciation of people's practice on the re- in the retreat, and at all times actually. You, know, you may think this is just being polite, because I don't know the real truth <laughs> of your minds. <laughs> But uh, I, I, I know what the mind's like, and I can uh, what it holds. So it's and uh, see that you, know, you may feel just been a kind of lazy, grumpy bum hanging in and not really be able to do very much, and hating my guts day after day, or. <laughs> feeling intimidated or dreary, boring talks and freezing cold circumambulations and resi- negative resentment and you know, and I don't know these things. They're <laughs> 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 totally unknown to me. So what is there to appreciate? Uh, yeah, it's important you learn to appreciate yourself. It's uh That that gesture of just appreciating the being, just being, you know, being prepared to to experience these things, open up to these things, uh, you know, and just the aspiration to at least uh, try to work with it or endeavour is has to be recognised, and it's that which continues to cultivate the field of the blessings that uh, first is just an idea that you don't experience at all because the mind is so shut in to what it holds 
because all you ever really see is what it holds and it holds eight major hell realms 32 minor hell realms the animal realm preta realm human realm deva, six deva lokas 32 brahma lokas <laughs> oh, I forgot, must I forget the asuras and probably a few more that I've missed out but, and all of it you know, this is what it holds the bits in it that you can really great and you want more of and you feel angry and irritated that you can't have more of it cheated of it frustrated by your inability to get more than you than you got bits of it you're just just totally humiliated and disgusted that such things should ever appear and it's a sign that you you know you're some kind of decrepit degenerate beast I'm totally unworthy and it's eternal and permanent and it's getting worse this is what it can hold this is what the mind can hold it can hold the intermediary kind of domestic okayness and, uh, you know, ordinary love of sleep delight, delightful delicious succulent sleep <laughs> the love of it the bliss of tastes and food and these things that we desperately try to not be attached to <laughs> and then the kind of finer realms of samadhi and intelligence and knowingness clarity can hold these too these things we but w- what is it this is really the where you've got to keep kind of reviewing in, a, in an unanswerable way. What, what is what is this? What is it to me? Who am I? Where does it begin? Where's the beginning of all this? Where's the, the beginning is where the ending is. So the how do you, how do you get out of this? vast world system mm. gesture of appreci- this is why this, this practice is, is like it's a religion not just a technique we can get kind of good results out of techniques and feel pretty good it means we've managed to hold something nice for a while but uh, and not to say it's not good or that it's not purposeful and it's not, it does, it does, it's purposeful, it's progressive. But the way to really progress, to make it progress, to develop it, the way to develop is to, is to let it go back into the field of blessings. So it's not held. It's just something we, we you know, we, even the, uh, the skills of our practice, we keep sharing it and letting it go back into the field of Sangha, of the triple gem, our willingness to to be part of it, to support it, to encourage it, to trust it, whatever changes it seems to go through, the sangha. Because this is where you you find that this is the long t- the long term humble wisdom of knowing that you are 
bound to be influenced by what your mind comes into contact with. And yeah, you know, it's it's great when the sun's shining and you've got the fruits growing. But you're a, you're it's foolish just to eat it all as if winter's never going to come. You, know, you, you keep you you make sure some seeds go back in the ground. So in the way of doing this is to appreciate, to celebrate it, to to celebrate each other's presence, to affirm it, to to be welcome it. Not because necessarily it's it's always carrying wonderful things, but the very fact that there is this, there is still this, is to be celebrated. And it's mysterious because you never know. All you can know is what your mind holds. Just considering my own, own life, you know, I'm, as though that kind of way of practice or of almost not really understanding it, but something in one recognizing the need to, 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 to appreciate, to, to give it back and to, to, uh, cultivate and to recognize merit uh, to share it has definitely changed the world I'm living in so even as now I'm in the company of, of people who manifest acts of goodness purity, long for those things, deliberately intend, don't always make it, but deliberately intend those those things, which wasn't always the case. And, uh, people who are willing to be trained and restrained and uh, follow even things they don't like, which has not always been the case in my life. And so not even in my monastic life, where, you know, the beginning of it, I mean, not often, not unusual to be threatened with, with violence by fellow monks. Coming within, you know, within a hair's breadth of actually physically punching you. And uh, not unusual. And let alone in anything else. So, you know, this is. And yet you keep supporting it, even with it, it's like that, because what else can you do? You, know? you realize just how the, the karma that there is and the, the horror that people go through in the way we, we can't help but project it outwards to others around us. The only response is really is uh, compassion. What else can you do you know, to, to alleviate the, the horror that people find in their mind? This is what makes this a, kind of a whole religion rather than just some interesting bit of spiritual technology.
and then you find that you're in touch with that spirit, with that spirit of vision, compassion, of wisdom, of patience, of humility, of relinquishment. Of you know, your mind begins to be in touch with that and and open to it. So that becomes more like a kind of a, a heart instinct, rather than the instinct to hold on to to the objects come and go more like a way of a way of relationship rather than particular things first of all we, all we can do is just grasp in a kind of numb way frightened way like a frightened child but as your fear and your horror begins to, to wear down you know, then it becomes more you know you, you possibly realising that intuition of of celebration of devotion compassion of endeavor you know, really getting beyond the the mirages that our attention holds make try to consider just a simple make simple practice of, of Recollecting, just, just deliberately recollecting, and trying to dwell on any any good deed that's been done by you or by others to you. Just think it, and then notice the feeling. Be 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 uh, be innocent about it. Don't be trying to explain it or who's good and who's bad. Just notice there is this in yourself and in others. It's a kind of simple appreciation. Try to do it every day, a little bit, you know, five minutes, ten minutes, end of a day, beginning of a day. Just, it doesn't seem very powerful or vigorous or refined thing to do, but you know, just that. You know, just to start off with a si- just that simple conscious act of appreciation, just to just to you know, just to seed it, so it. We are in a, this is a part of our both devotional practice. There's this sense of uh, devotion to our own path. Otherwise, we always miss it. It's quite possible to to be uh, so right physically here and see it psychologically so far away and know that and not be able to get across it, not be able to express yourself to to other summoners when you're in difficulties. Just can't the emotions just won't allow you to to, to do it. You just get tangled up. You can't find the words. You can't 
feel it's any point in saying anything because it's got this quality to it. It's just, it's like what arati does is just it. It's the negativity that seals you off. So all you do is you just dwell in your own rubbish. And you, you say you feel so bad. You think, what's the point of telling anybody? You can't do anything anyway. And you just can't do it. So you know, this is something that I recognize we, all, we can all experience. And certainly, you know, with, even with, the, with your teacher, you know, you may in one way intellectually recognize the teacher is concerned for your welfare, would like to help you, but you can't, you can't do it. You can't find them. You can't, you know, just because of the nature of human emotion and psychology. And so it's very important that you learn to, to uh, appreciate yourself. You can't always get across to find somebody else, even when they're two feet away from you. Even when they're actually asking you and talking to you and saying, how are you? You can't, you can't do it. It's that, it's, they know it's that, it's that frustrating. It's that, you know, the mind can be that, that's that difficult. States are difficult, but they are. This is the beauty of this: is they they are transcendable. We can't solve them, but we can transcend them. We can recognize this is just something that's being held. What is it? What is it that knows this? So one way is just expression. Is one way in which, like. When we chant, that's an expression. When we circumambulate, that's an expression. If these things, you know, you, you can't, you don't always see it that way. It's just some stupid thing you have to do. But if you can get, you know, it, if you can't do that, just there to express it to yourself in your own words. Right? So you, you've got the mind when it's expressing something for that moment, sees it's there. It's, you've got it in perspective. You know? When we bow to the Buddha, if all you ever do is just put your worst fear on the shrine and bow to it, then this is a good thing to do. Even if what you bow to is your hatred of bowing. You know how much I think bowing and chanting is a waste of time. Fine. Put it on the shrine and then bow to it. That's a really thing. I really respect that feeling for what it is. You, know. you just you put it out there. Then you can know it. It's lost its power to to uh, to bind you into self. This is a protection because of our way we the mind can't hold it. There's this story I remember. Of came to mind is this, this very ancient Babylonian epic, the epic of Gilgamesh, who is, is a great warrior hero, and he had a, a friend who was also a great warrior hero, and they were great buddies, they kind of slew monsters and so forth, and his friend got killed, and he was in terrible anguish, he couldn't accept the person's death, so he went, he said, I'm going to find out 
the path to immortality, trying to go and get my friend back from the realm of the dead. So he traveled and he went through all these tremendous travails and endeavors to people say it's impossible. There is this way at the end of the world, you know, there's this uh, there's a vast sea and there's a ferryman there. And it's possible that some say that you could get in this boat and the ferryman will take you over to the arms of the blessed and there the immortals live and they'll give you the secret. But it's only some some people say that. So I'm gonna try. He worked, and he fought, and he struggled, and he went across countless deserts, and he eventually found this this uh, ferry. And the ferryman said, "Ah, you know, you're not going to. There's no way. You're not going to make. You never. You never be able to find because you, you've got to get over the sea, and then you've got to. You have to still. You've got to ask the immortals, and they won't give you it to you. But eventually, he persuades him to take. So he goes across, and they say." You've come all this way for this secret. So he said, okay, we'll give it to you. You just just stay awake, that's all. He says, sure, stay awake, easy. It's fine, just, just sit there and stay awake. And immediately falls asleep. Just sits there and he closes his eyes and bonkies out. So they bake a loaf of bread and put it by his head and he sleeps one day bake another loaf of bread, put it by his head, he sleeps another day. For seven days they poke him, nudge him, wake him, and he says, oh, I wasn't asleep. <laughs> they point to the bread, and the first first loaf is completely rotten. The second one's mouldy. The third one's got weevils in it. The fourth one's hard as a lock. They say, well, how did these seven loaves get there? So you, you lost it just like that. It's just like, you know, you can work really hard, do all this practice. I'm really awake. And boom, it's gone. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> um, you know, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm tremendously, I have this tremendous energy and aspiration. I can conquer, I can climb mountains, I can conquer monsters, I can travel across the sea. My aspiration is strong and pure. I say, fine, here you are, and you're gone. Like that. They say to him, "Okay, well, we'll give you this this flower. Take the this is the flower of immortality. We'll give it to you. We'll give it to you. Now, just take this back. Look after it. And if you when you get back to your city, you can you know make a potion out of this and share it with all your people, and they'll be immortal." Guard it well. He said, oh, I've got it. I'll never, I'll never let this down. So he travels and he crosses the sea, and he crosses the mountains, and he crosses the deserts, and he he's coming within sight of his homeland, his hometown. He thinks, oh, I'm nearly there. And he's, he's all this time, he, I just stop to have some water. He sees a well, goes to the well, puts the flower down. The well, goes to drink the water out of the well, and a snake comes up out of the well, eats the flower, and disappears. <laughs> it's just like that. <laughs> just one moment, and it's all gone. But 
you know, you realize you, you've got to, if you feed it back, then when you've lost it, it comes back to you. Your, your place becomes, your realm becomes holy. Your friends become sacred. Your shrines become real. Your images have life in them. Buddhas speak to you, protect you, when you, whenever you lose it. As the mind is elusive, but what we know is it it it, it moves in accordance with what it's in contact with. And this may not be what's physically around us. What's spiritually, psychologically, emotionally around us. So that's what we have to enrich, give to, gratitude to it, our love of it, our faith in it, our trust in it. What makes it grow? The last. Uh, little story to leave you with is uh, it's a, actually it's a cartoon I saw last time I was in, the, in America and it was this, this how the question is, is how do you how do you get there was the question and it gives it instructions and there's this little man sitting in his house in his garden he says well you you get out of your house walk down the end of your garden path and open the gate and start walking and this is an aim for the horizon just walk towards the horizon keep going shows him walking across this outside his house leaving his little garden his gate the gate open behind him and people looking out the window and he keeps walking says keep going keep walking towards the horizon it gets dark the moon comes up stars things change goes through this landscape change says keep going keep going keep heading towards the horizon keeps going and when you get tired have a little rest sit down have a little rest and when you feel better get up keep going keep going towards the horizon keep doing that that's how you get there the last picture is him just walking along, still exactly the same <laughs> position as he always was. <laughs> That's how you get there. Because <laughs> in a way it's like, while you, the our idea of a goal becomes, what goal? Or a path, what path? And who's walking on it anyway? But you keep going because you recognize if you don't, then you start to believe in other goals and paths and you end up chasing the scorpions around the desert. 
So you keep going. You get tired, you have a little rest. And you keep get up, keep going. <coughs>